1: The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex
0: Podcast Network. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. All right,
1: this is Kenny Omega. We're to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the. I'm doing the rich now. The April Fourteenth, two thousand nineteen edition of One Nation Radio. I'm your host, James Boyd. Role reversal. I'm the one recording the thing. I'm the ones out here doing all the work. I'm the one actually getting my rich lotto on, and now Rich has to sit back and relax. So bringing Rich into the fold. What's going on,
0: Rich Lotta? Not much, man. I uh, appreciate you uh, hooking me up here. I, you know, didn't have to uh, i couldn't really set up the uh normal setup today so uh as James, to cover for me like always uh it comes through uh special shout out to simon uh, for last week for covering for me uh while i was on at my dinner uh and i ended up sick all last week anyway so this is the first time i really got to talk about wrestling in a long time so yeah, <laughs> i caught that mania flu yeah, that everyone was talking about
1: the mania flu like it's not his third time doing this Rookie yeah. amateur,
0: like <laughs> I, I came out there fully prepared with the hand sanitizer. I was using it all day, still didn't work.
1: <laughs> See, you weren't hydrating,
0: that's your problem.
1: Hydrate, <laughs> so I Drink guess you got so start... much
0: water up there. The water up north was glorious, oh, by the god. way. <laughs> you really
1: put over no New York water
0: again, you still on this? Yes, oh my yes. god. <sighs> I, I miss can't wait it. Till,
1: I can't wait till Josh and Jeremy hear this and roll their eyes. Just like, not, <laughs> not these niggas again. Yeah, so... I guess we start off with the WrestleMania review. Um, do you want match-by-match match or moments-by-moments moments or more or less like takeaway thoughts from the show? Because, I mean, we watch a whole lot of wrestling. Yeah. I,
0: yeah. Uh, if you guys have uh, listened to the show, uh, we met you guys over the weekend. We slapped fives with you. Uh, you guys made this thing feel a little bit more real for us. So I guess we should go ahead and start with WrestleMania 35.
1: Yeah, man. So... Initial first thoughts, or well, what's the first thing to come to mind? I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all thinking, like, look, man, for whatever happens, you know, a year, two years, five, 10, 15, 20 years from now, um, it'll still be Kofi Mania. But you want to touch on that, or do you want to, you know,
0: I think overall the the thing that I'm gonna take away from the show is how long it was, oh. and I think everyone's <laughs> gonna start there. Um, Fair enough. It just went on and on and on, and then people couldn't even leave the stadium. Yeah. Uh, I I'd like to give a shout out to us for figuring this shit out uh, years ago, never <laughs> to actually go to the stadium uh, because you'll you you don't know what type of circumstances they can blow you with a bad show. Uh, you can be uncomfortable as hell in your stadium seating or you can get stuck in the stadium because WWE decides to go till 1230 and the uh, New Jersey transit line wouldn't work and you would have to pay $250 for an Uber. Uh, We didn't have to deal with any of those things, James.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and also you have WrestleMania 30 30 and 32, where um, whether it was the the Superdome or it was uh, Cowboy Stadium where – you know, there was just a log jam of people and um, people trying to get into one side of the building, and people feeling because there was so such a herd and crowd uh, mentality of just trying to push through where there's bottlenecking that people thought they were gonna die and like a, you know, in a, you know, right? So like it was <clears throat> stock or some shit like that. So like they, I mean, I don't know how much of that those particular situations like uh, the entrance ways are to blame for. Is WWE's blame to take for that one, but? The transit situation um, where they're missing trains because they, they want to go over a half and their miscommunication with New Jersey and New York and their transit lines, that's definitely on them. So, um, yeah, that that is kind of the big one of the big things that come out of this show at, after, you know, seven and a half hours. I would say that, I mean, I feel like this is the third WrestleMania in a row, or really um, the fourth WrestleMania in a row, fourth of them, where the length of the show spites what they're trying to accomplish with the show in general like more is more is not that's not it and no matter how good or not good these matches are they're definitely not helped when people are exhausted or tired or you know a crowd is just like i'm still here waiting for this main event or i'm here for this match and then everything else i'm not really that enthused about so everybody you know wrestlemania moments and and all that blah 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 but they're going to have to come to a realization and like, this is not for the betterment of um, their brand for them to keep having these shows that people best case scenario is they say feel good moments, but I'm exhausted.
0: Right. And I remember when it ended, it was just like, yo, I just want this show to be over. And that was like <laughs> right before the main event started. This was like during the triple H match. Yeah. It was just like, yo, I, I appreciate, you know what they're doing. Like, you know, Thank you for trying to entertain me, but, you know, and I don't even know if formatting the car differently would have helped. If you put the Kofi thing on last, like, I don't think the crowd wakes up just because it's been that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the crowd did peak there with the Kofi mash, and we'll always have Kofi mania. Um, and, you know, everything that comes with that, they did the right thing. Um, you know, you saw no, numerous videos of of black grown men crying <laughs> after Kofi Kingston won uh, uh shad from crime time was with mVP they were crying and hugging each other like I was like just you know letting it out and you know uh uh just you know they couldn't have did it any better i I thought it was a you know a, they had one great match on this show yeah and that was it
1: yeah yeah this this was you know Presentation, post match, um the crowd, the story in the match, how awesome, um you know, the New Day's involvement, the storytelling, like Daniel Bryan, like this is another one, this is another Daniel Bryan masterpiece as well.
0: I I, I was talking to finishell uh, This is a shadow WrestleMania main event for Daniel Bryan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's funny that we've now come five years, you know, from WrestleMania 30 and everything, and then like this is the best presentation and overall, you know, put together thing for a WrestleMania since, you know, the two Daniel Bryan matches at 30. And, you know, it's, it's crazy that, like, we're now five years past and then, like, he's still the, like...
0: He's still it, the best guy WWE has. Still. I mean,
1: I don't... I don't want to get into that argument, but as far as he did it again and it's been five years since we had this kind of, like, all the feel good, all of the you know all of the twists and turns in the mash and all the all the good wrestling and all of the, you know, little small things that help add to it, like the New Day giving the um the, the, the midnight hour to rolling out on the floor is similar to it's almost like the touch like when they brought out Brad Armstrong or sorry, uh, Scott Armstrong, you know, and then he ends up uh not knock, knocking out Scott Armstrong and also I mean like clipping Stephanie like all of this and it's been five years and you know we've missed Daniel Bryan for you know was it two of those WrestleManias and like now that he's back and he's able to be a full-time performer like we're back at that but this time it's from the perspective of it's his turn to play um the the obstacle and I I I loved it um yeah so I don't know what else what else what's the second on the show I have no idea
0: I think you're talking about the uh, SmackDown tag match, but this, this is these were not good matches on this show. Like largely up and down. Like it was like you know this was a case of like hey, you know the the winners are going to be the right winners in all these cases, yep. but it wasn't entertaining. Like, like there weren't great wrestling matches here.
1: Yeah. I'm I almost at a point with WrestleMania where. I realize that Wrestlemania is never going to be what I exactly what I want to be. There'll be moments where I have, you know, a match or two or maybe an hour or two or or you know, a, a first you know, 2 hours of a show or whatever else where it's like, yep, we on pace. This is this is this is what we need. This is what the streets need. But the more and more we get into these things where like there's these matches are don't have the time to breathe and to be what they can be. And like, almost like the opposite of after they did the brands play and they went to four hour or after they sorry combined the pay-per-views between the brands and, you know, they kind of gave us a time for these matches to breathe. Um, I almost feel like, I almost feel like at this point, it's all about the moments and who wins and who loses. And to their credit, this was a lot of feel good on this show in a way that we haven't really seen since what probably Evolution. And one of the things for Evolution that I always brought up was baby faces, especially the ones that need to win all one. And the only heels that won were things that you felt were necessary or made sense for going forward and to build somebody in the future. Like Nia Jax winning that match, that battle royal, made sense because now she's going to go wrestle um, Ronda again. That made sense. But this show. With, with Becky winning, I mean everybody had to talk. How is Vince gonna fuck us amongst the big three, the, the holy trinity of Kofi and Becky and, and Seth? And as and the my answer always was, why does somebody have to get fucked? Why can't the people that's supposed to win or make sense to win just win? And then we all just happy and enjoy not having to like think what's next? How else are we gonna get fucked? How are they gonna delay this uh, a month from now? So then we're gonna come back and look at it three months from now and say why the hell name just win at WrestleMania? They did the right thing on these big matches, and that carried a lot of favor for. The rest of this show because a lot of this show is very similar to last year's show, except better booking decisions and wins and losses. It's proved that the, if the right people win and the right people lose, it carries you a long way as far as the people not turning off on the show or getting tired or going to burial mode on one of these long ass shows that are longer than they should be.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like, but if you, like, I think, um, Everything he says right there, so uh, we might as well just jump into the card uh, match by match now. You really want to so uh, get this on the road? Okay, I mean, all right. it doesn't have to be.
1: <laughs> I don't want to talk about. <laughs> I really do not want to talk about Seth. I'm sorry, Seth, but uh, but but like Miz and Shane, who gives a shit? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if you want so to do Rollins it, and right, Lesnar,
0: you had the card up. Yeah, Right. Ra- yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Rounds and Lesnar, uh, the opener for the Universal title. Brock whooped his ass before the match. Uh, Seth, pretty much. This was a Paul Heyman special. Just do your finisher over and over and over again. Uh, and it was two minutes and 30 seconds. These guys are on first. Uh, came out that Brock pushed for this, like, legit backstage to, you know, do this so he can get the fuck out of there. Smart. Um, once again, Brock Lesnar being the smartest guy in the room. Uh, he got out of there and dropped the title. And I was shocked. And it was like, wow. <laughs> when Seth won the belt.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was cool. It also happened in kind of a in typical Brock Lesnar fashion, like kind of like a what the fuck type of thing where it leaves you <laughs> wondering, like, that doesn't feel like a definitive finish. Is Brock going to his win bag? If and when, how long will he be back? Because, like, every time he loses, it's never just he loses and that's the end and he can move on to the next thing. It's always got to be... He's almost like Hogan in that way now, like nineties Hogan where it's like he loses but like he'll kick at three three point one or you know or some shit like that. Or, you know, he'll have in the you know, the most important fall in the history of the company, you have somebody talk about, you know, the Sting's tan not being right, so maybe we shouldn't, you know Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't fast count, we should really count or whatever, whatever nonsense they came up with. So um so I, I I'm kind of surprised he won too. Um, I kind of feel like the way he won, you know, can leave some people leaves some to be desired. Like I would like for Brock Lesnar to be beaten and like vanquished for real, as opposed to oh, you know, uh, he you know he Seth didn't really win. Our, our he, you know,
0: him yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Our I mean they was punching dudes in the nuts and yeah, you know, yeah.
1: And it's one of those things where it happens so fast, where it's like you know they're gonna treat it as it was a fluke. He got rocked. They're gonna treat him yep. much similar to the Goldberg fashion, where you know Brock not taking it seriously or whatever else, and Brock got caught. So oh, I don't know when he'll be back. Probably SummerSlam. You think he be next time he'll be back, or I'm sorry, he'll be back uh, for for Saudi Arabia. But I meant like
0: on a, on a domestic sure. show.
1: When do you think he'll be back? All right.
0: Um, uh, I I'll I'll guess SummerSlam. I'll just I'll just throw it out there yeah, and win. But there. um, yeah, like I I would have liked more um yeah. from this match because you know I, I I I wanted to see Rollins and Lesnar. I wanted to see the yep. genius of Seth Rollins that yep. everyone's telling me about here, and <laughs> I, I didn't get it here. So yeah. Next match. Yeah, next match was um the AJ Styles and Randy Orton Borathon um, I don't <laughs> they, get that they came like, out during
1: I'm sorry I don't get that I'm watching the match and I don't have good audio I'm watching the match and like okay all this was well Russell match and then they have their finish and the crowd kind of I can actually hear the crowd during like the finishing sequence they did a similar uh, deal to what they did in their Smackdown match from 2017 and then AJ won. I thought it was a well wrestled professional wrestling match, and I thought it was a good wrestling match. Of I would dare say a very good wrestling match. I don't get the Boris thing. Other than people are just tired of Randy Orton.
0: Yeah, I thought this was just regular, regular, and you know I thought these guys had way more in them, but Fair. and they got 16 minutes to do it. So I don't, I don't know if this was like. Them, you know, how Randy Orton gets down at WrestleMania, put me on early, get me the fuck out of here. But, um, <laughs> you know, three, you know, three and a quarter, three and a half, whatever. Um,
1: yeah, that's where the doing. Fatal
0: Four wave. Yeah, the Fatal Four Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. They had ten minutes, and I think this was probably your second best match of the night. If you just look at who's in the match, you got the Usos, you got Alice Black and Rikishi, Russo and Nakamura in the bar. It should be that good. They got ten minutes to do their thing, and I really like this.
1: Yeah, um, this is one of those things where you wish that um, we get less Elias, less Hulk Hogan, less. Um,
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: less <laughs> less backstage skits where where the outsiders are gonna you know probe, um, SNL geeks, uh, less Batista Triple H, and you add like you know three four or five more minutes of this, and we get enough we get it to a higher level, um, for a tag team or multi man classic for WrestleMania, but you know I guess ten minutes will only have to do for you know <laughs> the only NXTers that made the main card for WrestleMania in the last literal calendar year. I guess, I guess that will do right. So, um, yeah, good ass match. Um, I have no problems with the Usos winning. I'm kind of curious on what they're going to do with the Usos and the Hardys and, or in the future now that they did the title swap two days later, but, um, can't complain. It, It was a good ass match.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I think the Uso's ahead of Raw, personally. They've been on SmackDown a really long time. Um, but, you know, Raw the is the tag team's going to die.
1: They're the t- AJ Styles of the tag team division for SmackDown.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of, like, signature SmackDown people that yes. might get, um, you know, moved around for the side. I don't
1: so. see the thing is, can we can we even just make it the thing that we're like, everybody stays on smackdown and then we like stick our hands out and we save like sasha banks and bailey and finn balor or whoever else and pull them out of the fire dump that is raw and let everybody else is out here you know fucking off on raw or just holding it holding it in the road on raw let them stay over there like i don't want baron corbin on smackdown you stay your ass to fuck on raw and, oh, and let that oh, shit die you
0: know it's on deck dude don't do yeah. this don't, uh, don't you know like you know there's this um there's this like triad of heels there's like you know a Corbin and you know that whole segment McIntyre uh, gender like somebody's going back over to oh, yeah. Smackdown not all those guys so please be McIntyre um, please so we had Shane man the Miz, uh big walking brawl as as expected, had George Mazanan giving us eternal meme material, uh <laughs> throwing up the Sullivan stance, you know, essentially, or you know, throwing his fighting stance <laughs> up. So uh needed that hey, you know uh, for the collection.
1: Them, you know who could have helped him out with that stance? Who? James Ellsworth. Any man with two heavy hands stands of fighting chance. He could have helped him out with the out to put the dukes up in the right perspective. Like, yeah. there is no way that George, there is no way that Mister Miz threw threw up that set and didn't realize that that shit was hilarious. And, and I, honestly, I think he deserves. Oscar consideration for not cracking out and busting out into a gigantic laugh after throwing up that (laughs) set because I'm every time I see it I'm looking at I see a picture I'm looking at for like all right was this did he was there any point where he was going to corpse because I would have corpse watching it like doing that no way I would have held I would have bust (laughs) out laughing right in front of Shane I would have fucked up their whole match worse than they already fucked it up but whatever
0: yeah George Mazzini ain't threw a setup in over forty years so you know I (laughs) mean it's (laughs) rusty. So, um, uh, yeah, but, um, uh, yeah, it was a match and shame, yeah. shame man wins on the fluke bullshit. Uh, yeah. he does his fall. He's determined to fall at every big thing. Yes. He finally got his win James after all this time
1: at the expense of me is somebody who is bulletproof to wins and losses because he's been around for so long. He overcomes the bullshit that's been given to him or the, even the in whatever else. So yeah, you know, they had a match, um, I guess, do we call it, is Miz like the hardcore messiah now or or, or no?
0: I mean, he lost, so. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the a way, we're like, okay, you don't want to be in a, in a hardcore match with Mick Foley. You don't want to be in Hell in a Cell with The Undertaker. Like, that sort of thing. Like, look, win or lose, you man. are different once you wrestle this person in this particular stipulation. That's kind yeah. of what I meant.
0: Why not? <laughs> Why not? Because Miz was was, was, was woman shaming man black ass around the whole stadium.
1: Yeah. What's next? Just, <laughs> I
0: look. We got the.
1: Hold, 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 real quick. So from a um, unintentionally funny or unintentional comedy standpoint this was like a four-star match from, from the point of it being so bad. It was good. Yes. But as far as you're watching it for it being something like that you're supposed to take at face value. Fuck. No, this thing sucked.
0: Hell no. Yeah. Like this is like on the, on the fritz. Like, <laughs> like this, this is not this, like, this is on, not on up and up. Like this is, this is a literal work. like <laughs> Yeah. So up next, we have the fatal four way women's match. Uh, the iconics capturing the WWE women's tag team titles over the Boston Hug Connection, Nia Jackson to Natalia. This is tragic. I thought the match stunk. Yep. And you know, we're going to get with uh, our Sasha Banks conversation, but I don't understand this at all. I, for me, it shows they don't care about the women's head team titles, everything they set up, um, is se- seemingly set up with saying, you know, Sasha and Bailey were going to go to every brand and do their thing. And, you know, all it tells me is, they're lazy they want to put it on some comedy heel geeks and i really care about the belts and once this? again sasha and bailey end up fucked
1: how about this let's put that to the side let's say you really want to put it on naya tamina but naya needs is really soldiering through so she can until she gets her knees done and go through the wrestlemania okay fine so she, they're off the table you can't pick them you don't want. You don't believe. For some reason, you decide, you do not care about all the stuff you did with. Uh, basically, <laughs> you you basically had Sasha and Bailey on the campaign trail, stumping for an NXT, going to house shows, doing all of that shit to try to get these belts to matter. cutting that great promo after that match. Um, after they you know uh, were the inaugural champions or whatever else. Let's say you don't care about that, and you move that to the side. You have spent months on end with Natalia, as far as um, people really you know her father passed you protected her from turning her heel against Ronda and potential discussions of her you know that being the match at Wrestlemania or whatever else um, you've given her some wins over the Riot Squad left and right all throughout that Beth is back Beth looks great right they could have done a nostalgia run with them for the time being. They literally chose the fourth of the four options for uh for this belt, and it's it's disheartening in a way, you know, like brand new belts, fresh out of the box, great look, great presentation, right? One thing we we can get, I feel like we can give credit with WWE is for new belts and also for the women's stuff when it's first time ever, whatever else, for the most part, since, you know, the four horsemen that came to the main roster, they've knocked it out the part more or less all throughout that whole run. As far as <coughs> these things, these things you're supposed to care about or whatever else. And then to go from, you know, aside from obviously Ellsworth winning the first money in the bank for Carmela, whatever. Yeah. So that's the only exception though. Everything else has been perfect. I have no complaints. So to go two months later after all of that and just put on Iconics. It's like, in their heels, and what 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 do we have here aside from, they're going to have crummy matches, they're going to come out, they're going to be mildly entertaining, they're not going to be over, because every time they come out, they never get a reaction, boos, or cheers. And then they're going to just move the belts on to whoever else, and then what?
0: This I is very this short-sighted. Is, I think this is stupid. Um, and, you know, it was nice they got Cry in the ring, and you know, celebrate, whatever. Their are heels. Fuck I don't that. do nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't do nothing for me. So, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Up next, we had the singles match for the WWE We're Championship. Like, on, Kobe hold on, Kingston. Hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. The thing that gets me... That pissed me off about the... Because I've heard a couple people say about, like, the moment of them crying in the ring is like, okay, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it to where the company itself... Bitches about and hates how much the they get the you deserve it chan and all this other shit and then they go and make a you deserve it ass moment. Which one is it? Participation trophies or no participation trophies? Which one? I'm good with either. Let me know which one you want to do.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know, man. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, I'm serious.
1: Pick one. Either A we are strictly holding onto the lines of we are get, handing people um we are handing out you know, positions or spots or wins or losses just based around how well this, how compelling this person is on TV, how well they are at um, holding um, attention and how well they are to get people to uh, support them or support who they're going against. Or are we just, you're an employee, you've been here for X number of time, we're going to just throw you something? Which one? I'm, I'm fine with either, you know, I'm fine with either, but I don't need constant. Changes of minds on how they feel on it based on where we are in the card and where we are on the show. It's confusing as fuck.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that iconist is winning the titles. Like, I no longer care, so I can't <laughs> even. You
1: know. All right, now correct me if I'm wrong. Is the network already? Is the WWE network already in Australia? Yes. Okay, I'm wondering if maybe this is some type of gender situation or not. And I'm just, I, I don't know. Remember, like. <laughs> They were on Super Showdown, too, so who knows?
0: They won, too, down there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship. Phenomenal match here. Uh, as I mentioned, I think the only great match on the show yep. uh, from anyone's pretty much you know standard, like, you know, drop this match wherever, and that shit rolls. Um, Kofi, you know, the long the voyage is over course moved a lot of folks to tears. Uh the celebration pretty much, you know, seeing Xavier crying in the ring, holding his man up, whole crowd going nuts. Uh this this arena came for Kobe Kingston tonight. At least that's how it seemed.
1: Yeah. Um I mean it's pretty much we we already discussed it earlier. It was a great match, best thing on the show. Best for my opinion, like it's the best it's the best thing they've done on a WrestleMania since Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. So for me, two thumbs up, A One of the greatest WrestleMania uh, matches of all time.
0: Yeah, good to see Kobe finally get it, and you know, not not on some hey, you've been here forever. Like it is like the storyline. Uh, this dude's always you know been a champion for this company. He's always been model. Employee, <laughs> he's always yep. been over. Yep, he's Improf always been him. a great performer.
1: Yeah, and props to them for yep. riding a high hand. Like, he got super duper hot, and there was nothing, there was no reason for them not to go with it. And they decided to go with it. And, you know, like, notice that we're not talking about Braun Strowman right now, but yeah, like, I'm glad that, like, somebody <laughs> was able to, you know, get over in a way that went beyond what it was a the plane. They decided to actually, um, indulge it.
0: Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe, Squash Ray uh, In one minute flat Yep, Ray was dealing with some injuries, not sure But uh, they were trying to trim A little fat off this card, which is like Hilarious, this is like um, You know, eating steak Every day of the week, but You know, one day You didn't You know, so yeah, how much you really cut out. Um, After that, we had Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre.
1: What they basically did was they were trying to get to where they were going faster by like throwing a couple chairs off the Titanic.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, We had Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre, and this was boring. This was exactly what I what I feared it would be, James. This was a Hulk Hogan Hulk Reigns match, and. (laughs) Got beat down and beat down and beat down and laid around and won after. (laughs) And McIntyre looks like shit. Reigns look like shit. And I didn't enjoy this at all.
1: Yeah, I have to. I'd have to rewatch this match. That means I have to rewatch some parts of this WrestleMania, and I think it'll be a while before I go back to that. I kind of need to decompress and get some distance from last weekend because I saw it's been a good week. Just so a way too much wrestling. So, um, but yeah, I I thought it was a fine match that would be a good like ten o'clock hour raw
0: match. Yeah, and you know Roman Reigns' big return like this wasn't what I had in mind. Like I, I like what I would have done at least I would have been like y'all need to go out there and kill this shit. But you know they had different plans. They have they have their own ideas for Roman Reigns and. Uh, I saw some advertising where Roman Reigns was Baron Corbin on it. So ho- hopefully, because they will run Roman Reigns into the ground by trying to hoganize him against these sorry heels, essentially. Um, and it looks like it doesn't even really matter because McIntyre is already kind of, you know, involving himself with the other brand's champion. Uh, we're going to see when the superstar shakeup plays out, where it all falls. But, um, you know, um. up next the longest match on the show my god and I took Uh, we, we were keeping the time as it was going unfortunately I didn't uh, time the entrances also I would I should have done the whole whole thing because I'm sure we oh. got around 40 minutes oh yeah like
1: Triple H shit went like six minutes his entrance so unbelievable just like why why is this still fun? happening yeah, like just his entrance alone makes it thirty minutes, and then that doesn't include Batista or the video package or the post match.
0: Yeah, man, this is way too long. These guys are way too old to be doing this. These motherfuckers came out there and had a Joey Janela death match, and. You know, I don't ever want to hear WWE trying to turn their nose up on what's going when uh, they got Triple H mailing in performances like this. All this showed uh, me is that Triple H is finished, retirement stipulation or not. He's cooked. Uh, he re- he's reached that Undertaker status. Like you don't need to be in here no more. And. I don't know what you're offering. You're having these these masturbatory ass matches. Uh we joked about the Levesque principle and <laughs> that came to be tonight. And I don't know why he's having a longer match than the WWE Championship. I don't know why he's going longer than the WrestleMania main event.
1: It's just a flex. It's yeah. a total flex. And it's all about ego. It, like that's that's it. Like, I don't know what the situation is with Sean. Like, who Shawn. is this I for? I I don't know what the situation is with Sean when it comes to uh like, longest cumulative time in WrestleMania history or whatever else, but, like, clearly he's trying to either chase or surpass Shawn slash Undertaker slash whoever the fuck else. Like, that's the only explanation for this.
0: Like, I think the only person probably in front of him is Undertaker.
1: Yeah, I just mentioned him. At I this said point. Shawn or Undertaker, yeah. Those only two. And yeah. you need to stop this because this is... Because you watch that match, and I'm watching, I'm like, there's... Ten, twelve minutes of good stuff in there, but it it just kept going and going and going and who the fuck for and why and it didn't hold my attention like it just fell off a cliff after a certain time. Like once they start stop doing the, I guess, uh, mutilation porn and and then before and somewhere between that and then when they actually came down to like the near falls, I was just sitting there just like yo, this is really boring, and they have to actually, like, try to, you know, wrestle or walk and brawl with each other, and then they've mercifully gotten to the Near Falls, and, you know, some of the crowd liked it, but they liked it more if they went from torture porn to Near Falls.
0: Yeah. Um, Batista goes out. Uh, he tripped on his way into the ring, which was an all-time giveable moment. Um, I don't know. Sad to see Dave go, but, you know, he, he had his time. You know, he's done his, you know, uh, he's, he's gave us a lot of entertainment over the years. I think he was, for the most part, entertaining in this program. Yep. Um, and, you know, he gets to go out on his terms. He retired uh, the next day on Instagram or wherever. And I don't know if we'll ever see him again. Uh, but, you know, thanks to Dave Batista for entertaining us over the years. But um, this match wasn't it, Chief. After that, good God. Speaking of another, this and this is Triple H sticking it to Kurt angle. Like, I'm gonna do my retirement match before you do yours, but mine's gonna be three times as long as your match is. And maybe it was for the best because Kurt really can't move or go anymore. And he lost to Baron Corbin. Um, and it was every bit of suckage uh that you would expect going into this match, people were giving it Baron Corbin and just couldn't wait for him to leave. I don't think this this didn't get Baron Corbin any heat. It's just like, yo, we know the politics. I like we know what this is. Like <laughs> and you know, once he got his ass out of there, the crowd really got to appreciate Kurt. I really like the sign where um someone held up the you never sucked uh thing. And you know, Angle everybody knows Angle's broke the fuck up. He doesn't need to be in there anymore, but not a good match at all.
1: Nope. have nothing to say other than, like, whatever. (laughs) Whatever.
0: Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley for the ISE title. Excuse me. The Demon Finn Balor. And this was the lamest demon entrance I think I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. No smoke. Just, um... He comes out. He walks down. He does a little bit of crawling. Um... Yeah. Um, looked kinda lame. Looked kinda lame.
0: Felt soulless. It felt yeah. like oh they're just pulling it out. It was almost Go as ahead. if they were in a death spot
1: and no one wanted to see this match because it's Bobby fucking Lashley, so who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh they had their four or five minute match and Balor won the IC title that he lost to simply set up this match. Yeah.
1: Which meant, like, why didn't you just save this for then? Like, this is the Bailey Charlotte WrestleMania 33 version of for the Intercontinental Times, except for the women's Raw title. That's, that's all this was.
0: Yeah. Completely nothing match. Um, and like, then we got they, to our no, main on, event.
1: On. I'll give them credit. They worked really hard, but it was a short match, and nobody wanted to see it because they wanted to just get to the main event, for Christ's sake. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that Triple H Batista like beat the fuck out of this crowd after. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we got the main event, uh, the winner-take-all triple threat match for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defeating Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. James, you've, you've long maintained you just wanted to see the match. Yep. How was it, sir?
1: It was just a good match, and that was it. It wasn't a great match. It wasn't... <laughs> i had to rewatch again i might be convinced that it was a very good match but it was no one's great um and it left a very unsatisfying finish for what should have been the culmination of the last i don't know six months or whatever it is of the rise of becky lynch or even hell like you know kind of like acknowledgement of charlotte becky and ronda like they kind of did it, they made the fucking Wrestlemania as a main event as as women in this business that has always been you know, just a, a cesspool of all, all of the isms, so um, it didn't come off as that um, so that, you know, from that aspect it was disappointing, but it was it was just good and you know it is definitely not like it's one of the it's not even like it's one of the worst half of WrestleMania main events of all time like there's plenty of Hogan trash trash baggeries so um, so yeah it was just a it was just
0: a good match I thought this was the culmination of the last six months this was them. <laughs> Fucking a program to the point <laughs> to, to people not caring. No, they no, were met no, no, with wait, wait, not wait. caring. That's not
1: a culmination. That's just some. that's symbolism. That's different. It's, it's different. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> different. Well, well it, it was damn sure reflected out here. Okay. Um, they got the winner right. Yep. They 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 actually had her get the fall on Rhonda. Yeah. Of course, you guys know about the controversy with Rhonda's shoulders being up. I just chugged that up to a botch on Rhonda's well, part. Well, well, hold, on, um,
1: for, hold on, Rich. Let's 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 put that to the side. Let's say her shoulders were down the whole
0: time. So oh, it it was flat. It was weak. It was like you. completely off it guard. Was, it yeah. wasn't uh that like they didn't and it wasn't built up with any type of finishing sequence. Like could they have called Gargano? I'm sure he was there. <laughs> any ideas how we can finish the end of this match? Like something. Like it just came out of nowhere. It was like oh that's it. Yes. Like, oh, I
1: like, don't know what. I don't I'm just know here holding
0: not. my dick now Like,
1: yeah. I don't know whether or not this was I um, I don't know whether or not this was a Becky Lynch pay-per-view match or if this was an Alexa Bliss pay-per-view match and you know what I mean by that flat finish no one's expecting and you're just kind of sitting there like left to shrug your shoulders like wait
0: what okay I guess that is the end it's almost like if you didn't want um, Ronda to submit to somebody they should have came up with an impact finish for Becky Lynch all these yeah. months like think about it's almost like she should have been doing the Stone Cold Stunner this whole time.
1: Now nah, we got to say that for Kevin Owens, who's not on the fucking card.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. No, better,
1: better yet, right? We've seen guys that uh, we've seen. We saw Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 13. He unleashed the bicycle knee. I guess seen for the first time, and everyone knew that was a finish when it happened. And everyone knew that was that was his finish going forward. And look where we are now. With with him, where Kofi kicked is kicked out of it twice, and both times those have been classic matches. So, <sighs> see that Becky didn't get nothing. She basically just caught her slipping. And is like okay, cool, but like, what would you rather have seen the the crucifix pin or like she had just tapped out Charlotte? I think I would rather <sighs> have her tap out Charlotte.
0: Oh my god! I, I, I think lives. I would have blew my stack had she like submitted Charlotte. I was just been like. This is bullshit. Now, because it was gonna be, it was it was bullshit on either hand for me because I was saying either Charlotte's just not gonna be involved. This is the first time we're mentioning Charlotte in this, oh, yeah. um, and, and and she shouldn't have been there. She she was literally just there for the clout yeah, and, think and about historical it. reasons. Look,
1: she was she might have been the best wrestler in the entire match, but she didn't raise the match to the level that we thought that she would have and.
0: I'm looking you for know. all the cops that was trying to tell me that you know Charlotte was in there to save the match, like Cameron was gonna save the album. <laughs> I'm looking for y'all. Where are y'all at right now? Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I, I like the entrances. Uh. For all three. You did. Um. Yeah. Uh, I-, I like the uh the helicopter deal. I like Becky's. Like you know just kind of walking out. Uh, I felt like you know. she was totally
1: upstaged. I felt like
0: cuz yeah. if you th- if you think about it like with Becky like the whole thing she's stripped down like to literally like black and white look at her t-shirt the man like it's not really fancy and i actually like kind of dug that
1: i get that to an extent but um i would then i would then say to you well look at how stripped down Roman Reigns is and look at the, yeah, look at that fucking pyro he comes out to during WrestleMania so can we get can we get her True. something right oh yeah so, he came
0: out to an absurd uh, amount of pyro well,
1: i'm not even I'm not even saying about how absurd <laughs> it was. I'm just saying like even people that had basic stripped down you know more or less quote unquote real uh characters lived in characters, whatever you want to call them and not over the top you know gimmicks like hogan or warrior or savage you still had people that you know the pyro or whatever else around roman reigns or uh it's just it's just it's just for me where her, she comes out last she came out last right yeah right, right. so for Charlotte, it will come out, coming off the helicopter like her damn dad at uh, be- at freaking uh, Great American Bash, and it- it- comes out, and then Joan Jet plays in Rhonda, and then she- Becky just walks out. Like it was really similar to remember how crazy Shinsuke's interest was Rose many last year, and then yeah. AJ just walks the fuck out. It is like. It- <laughs> Like, was there no more room in the budget? <laughs> like, what, what is going on? They
0: they spent it on the thousand foot big screen that was that was behind them I, I at the, so. uh, the yeah. on the WrestleMania stage. Yes.
1: yes, the WrestleMania stage, the screen was so damn big that it blocked out some of the pyro. Like, it, it was it's like wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I, that one kind of was like, I get I get the tone down approach thing, but it's like. I need a little bit more. Just yeah, bit. it
0: is WrestleMania. It's supposed to little, be like...
1: A little panache. Just a little something, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe you could have shown Becky walking through the back, and then you could have got some cameos. Like, you could have had Austin standing there or something and, and you know, mm-hmm. saying what's up to her. Or something like that. I don't know. Maybe, you know, and, and keep, like, the same idea or whatever. But yeah. um, overall, I don't think the match was a tragedy or anything. It was just, you know, there. It was and, just good. Yeah, just it was just, you know, I thought it was going to be more, but yep, um, we all did. And they got the main event. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. But overall, I think history will uh, be kind th- to this show because people will um, like, like there are people trying to tell us last year's WrestleMania was good, which is not. Nah. Yeah. Um This one, I think, will go a lot farther in way of the finishes. Uh, If you're just looking at where it is, like as far as great matches, I think you're talking about one match on this show. Uh, And for me, you can't have like an all-time great show just with that by itself. So this, I don't know. I I haven't seven
1: and a half hours,
0: right? I haven't like gone through the rankings to see where I'd put it. I would definitely put it above last year. I'll say that. I would say this is
1: definitely the best WrestleMania since at least thirty-one
0: and that's honestly not saying that much I, but I, I <laughs> didn't say
1: it was I'm just stating a fact though
0: yep yeah. uh but overall uh I, I think it was uh it it was, you know a decent showing I'm I'm just glad they um you know came out here and you know gave a fuck like on the finishes and <laughs> and realized <laughs> people would rush the ring um I don't know about that but or be done uh, with the company for Yeah like, or, a or or bit. be done because yeah, yeah like, you know um it was uh you know up next man
1: like bro you know how soul crushing it would be it had it been like a brock brian ronda night or i'm sorry or a brock um brian charlotte night you know how fucking soul crushing that would have been
0: yeah bro you'd be uh doing this show solo
1: right? <laughs> 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 shit you that's what you think it would have been no show
0: Look, would have we would have put out that Pootie Tang show, yeah. um, this It'd, week. So it would have
1: been some. It would have been some real like Simon Cotton, Jeremy Donovan uh, does One Nation Radio for this yeah. point forward, uh, type of show. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Like, and it gives, another part about it also makes it funny is like this year. Like, tell me how, especially this WrestleMania weekend. Tell me how after all these years, like WWE is more in tune with knowing what their fan base wants and giving it to them better than Ring of Honor. <laughs> Who would have thought about some shit like that like three years ago?
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, um, I was actually having a conversation with Simon today about Ring of Honor. And I told him, essentially, what Ring of Honor has done is they've fell behind in talent recruitment. So what they're relying on are mercenaries, essentially. And that's what the elite became. That's what all these guys that they signed just to be on this show became. The Banditos, the PCOs, the Brody Kings. These aren't guys that are coming up through that Ring of Honor system and becoming stars. Or they're not getting their hands on the talent first. It's like everyone else is getting the talent. And Ring of Honor is like falling to like they are in the position that they are like they're in a higher profile position right now than they've ever been. Right. Right. But they have, but that is not a reflection of what they're currently doing. That is a reflection of their historical like significance. Everything is yep. built up to get them to this level. Everything that used to be there is no longer there anymore.
1: Yep. Um, you know, are we, are we going to get into that or that's for a later show?
0: Um, I mean, we can talk about it now. I'm pulling up, uh, the next topic on our screen. Like I'm pulling up the story behind it. So if, if you have some thoughts on the ROH thing,
1: yeah, man, it's just, okay. So I went to, I mean, we all went to, um, take over New York. We all went to the, uh, G1 supercard and we all went to, or we all watched WrestleMania and WrestleMania was the worst show of the three, um,
0: don't let nobody lie to y'all either. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a worse short of the three aim close. Um, but the thing was, if we were just to break it down amongst Ring of Honor, if we separated Ring of Honor from the new Japan stuff, then like Ring of Honor had the worst weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, even yeah. Impact with you know, they they drew a nice house in like New Jersey. I wish I could have got to that show. Uh they drew like over a thousand fans, yeah.
1: It was in Jersey. Ain't no, nah. No. You stay on, stay in that state. Stay over there. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, dude. It was, it was really bad. Like they brought out the allure. Well, first off, they went out there and had a, a stinker <laughs> with fucking. Um, Mayu Not with the Jay Z song. Yeah, um, because like we just saw them. Ha- uh, Kelly Klein and Mayu have a pretty decent match at the last pay per view. Um, the one that was in Miami. And then they come out and do this one, and like Kelly Klein wants to turn babyface, and it's like, what's the purpose of having that entourage and doing the mouthpiece again? Make all of a sudden be a babyface, you fucking Nimrod. Whatever. That y'all want to do that, fine. You know, y'all y'all are just in tatters with your women division. So fine. Well, well, fine. We'll turn you babyface in this match. They have the match. It's not good because Kelly Klein's not good. And then they bring out. These relics from the fucking past, backslash DNA, to, to, to do a, to do this stable based in 2019. They want to do a stable based around heels that can't work for shit. It's like okay, all right, cool.
0: Bully Ray.
1: Yeah. Then then the lifeblood um deal. Like it was a it was a hardcore <clears throat> hard match that I just never got into because I don't really I'm not invested. Uh, the 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 latter match. The match just went way too fucking long. Like, why did it was? How long ago, 30, it go? Thirty damn near forty minutes.
0: It had to go thirty minutes. At it least. felt
1: like it went damn near forty.
0: Yeah, and, I was like, like, man, hurry to fuck up so we can get uh, Okada out here.
1: Yeah. Um, trying to think, what else? I mean, it, it, and the funny part is, there's <clears> things <throat> that they had the Ring of Honor stuff that they had that were like, you know, involving that were what do you say versus? Whereas Ring of Honor versus New Japan, that stuff was fire. Like the uh, the cruiserweight match or the light heavyweight match, yeah. that was fire. The multi-tag match with Brody King and PCO and, I really and the Briscoes and uh, G.O.D. and Sonata Evil, that match was great. But once they start, oh, sorry, uh, Osprey versus uh, Cobb, uh, you know, TV's title versus Never Title, that was a great match. But once it was just ring on left to their own devices, it was fuck shit the whole night.
0: Yeah. And that's even before you add in the Enzo More, you know, deal there. So not on our format. Not really going to touch on it too much. If more comes, we'll talk about Enzo when the time comes. Um, But
1: but, but I will say this: (coughs) right, the New Japan version part of 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 the G1 card was fantastic, and like all the stuff that was any of the stuff that was non Ring of Honor exclusive was great. Um, is that part like you just get rid of the ring on and stuff? That's one of the better shows you'll see in your lifetime as wrestling show. Um, but yeah. no, that definitely dragged it down. Those were anchors.
0: Yeah. Um. I I think that. Um. You know, and the, the I think the the main event was probably my favorite match of the weekend, and mm. you know that. You know, I I just you know, saw the IWGB title change in front of me, and you know people were yelling Okada as we were walking out. It was in. Thing. Like it, it was a real night for like the culture of wrestling. Uh, and I was glad to be. Uh, but something else going on in wrestling, uh, Sasha Banks. So uh, in the continuation of, uh, uh, you know, win uh, at WrestleMania, Sasha tried to quit over the weekend. Uh, she felt blindsided when she found out at the last minute they were taking her Bailey. and, Bayley essentially as the story goes uh, from the observer, she thought that they would be given the chance to have a strong run and bring credibility to the belts and establish them as serious titles. But um, the Iconics won. And she basically uh, tried to essentially give her notice, but then they told her, Hey, take a few weeks uh, before, you know, this and, you know, you know, the company's like, chill, and you know, we'll check on you in a couple of weeks, see if this is what you really want to do. Uh, but chances are they're not gonna give her her release. Um, I'd be fucking shocked if that happens. And of course not. You know, I've seen a lot of people going at Sasha Banks' head this week and calling her ungrateful and all this other everything, just siding with the employer and everything like that. And if you're Sasha Banks. I don't I don't even know the art like a legitimate argument to say that Sasha Banks is in the wrong here for how she's being treated. And this isn't just the fucking tag team titles, right? This is like the culmination of her entire career on the main roster. She was always the most over person. She was always the person. If you go back to WrestleMania 32, everyone wanted Sasha to win. Sasha has been consistently moved around for Charlotte, for Alexa. For Rhonda. And she's always been more over. She's unquestionably the most popular uh, woman on social media, despite Becky Lynch's like insane Twitter following and you know her skills at Twitter. If you look at the numbers, it's all Sasha. Sasha's been selling merch for you out there. And, And she's a woman that essentially and she's been in the wrong alignment her entire run, essentially. So what is it, James? Like like like. Can you expand on on Sasha's feelings that here?
1: Oh well, her feelings are that she, you know, she's. I'm, I'm assuming that she's creatively unfulfilled and creatively unsatisfied and dumb motherfucker. Like, look at it. Um, they, you know, you just go back to last year's WrestleMania where, or last year, this time where, they, like, they were teasing this whole Sasha versus. <clears throat> Uh, Bailey thing, and they're probably gonna do you know the classic um, feud from um, NXT on the main roster this time. When people actually you know 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 a bit of Bailey, know Sasha from you know um, her multiple title runs or whatever else. So for me, they did the whole thing where they teased it and then they turned it into a tag a feud or whatever else. And I guess I guess that's their way, their roundabout way of telling a story of they almost tore apart their friendship almost came part of the scenes but they were able to get together so that's why they deserve the titles um maybe or they just changed their minds because that's how they always do and let's say that was a story they were telling so why the fuck will you get the belts off of them in one in two months um and besides that point you had to run a match where they just threw that together last minute for uh rumble they got and four weeks
0: to essentially do their thing
1: was it four weeks it was three weeks
0: Maybe less. <laughs> like, yeah. So,
1: yeah, man. It was. It's. It's really. It's more of a. Uh, people are upset and frustrated, and it's a hierarchy, and uh, and everybody, regardless of if she was an AW or whatever else, or any other wrestling promotion, there's always gonna be people that are upset with their roster positioning or whatever else. Um, but the thing for me is, this is someone that merits this like discussion for being someone to a higher position, you know, more or less throughout this whole run. And, I oh don't know, man. Um, I would say that she handled it poorly. And I don't see how her handling it poorly negates the fact that she's also been fucked with um, in a way that uh, she should not have been. Like, it's a weird thing where People don't just want to skip past the part—the part that really matters, which is she's creatively frustrated because they've done creatively frustrating things, and then someone handles it in a way that they don't think is perfect, and then they just want to focus on the fact that it wasn't handled perfect. And it's like, okay, there's room for both. I got time for both. Stop acting like that, right? Like, it's 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 really. And then you throw in the character of, you know, it's Sasha, we're talking about a black woman, and we're talking about um, respectability politics, and it's, you know, there's also in the the lens of that, and it's just like, it's really frustrating to watch and see people get really upset with someone that's very talented and someone that has not been given a a good do, or whatever else you want to call it, and then, like, they get met with...
0: They, they get they mad with people met with saying well, that they've had...
1: Oh, well, you didn't handle it with all the, you know, with all the restraint of a, of a, of a saint, so never mind, like, your feelings are negated or, or your work has been negated. Like, I just, it's just really frustrating.
0: You, you know what else that they met with and anybody um sending this out there can just shove this up your ass too. Um don't don't fucking come out here and, and throw uh, four dopey fifteen day title reigns at her oh and say God. yeah this this is this is, you know you you have been used right like get the I, fuck out of here. I, I, didn't, I didn't even
1: I didn't even like I didn't even like uh, bring that up because I felt like that was below us even having to mention like of course not motherfucker so <laughs> like she <laughs> she like think think about how people talk about like. All the, you know, after title reigns, whether short-lived reigns or uh, or bad programs immediately after where it feels like the company literally tried to sabotage them or whatever else. Sasha Banks has four of those fucking... Actually, five of them now. Five of them. But now you include this fucking yeah. uh, tag so, match. So it's so, like... She's at the top of the list of people that were, you know, they gave a the belt to, but, like, they didn't actually, like, make them the, the, the person...
0: And the thing is, it's it's not comparable when you talk about how title reigns are used with men, and then how title reigns are mo- used with the women. If you don't have the belt in the women's division, you're not on the fucking show. Yeah. you're not right. this, like you're not being dropped into the mid card. You're not right. being dropped into like yeah. you know the opening match or anything. Yeah. You're all you're on the fucking pre show or you're sidelined. Yep. And Absolutely. Sasha Banks has been way too talented for way too long to just get sidelined as much she was last year. It was a running joke on that segment last year how much. Sasha was there, and yeah. I hope she leaves like if the, if it's possible, so she can you know tour the world, like become like be the be the star that that she knows she is, because that's ultimately what this is about. This is a person that knows that they don't deserve more, they've earned more, they've they yeah. they, ha- they have the ability to be. If you know, it's funny that that Becky Lynch has turned into like this top star in the business, right? That was always Sasha Banks from day one. This, this was Sports Illustrated writing about her when she was in. like, this was like she was the the person that was gonna break through and all this. And to see where Sasha is at compared to how they've they, they they nurtured and shepherded Charlotte to make sure she didn't fall behind her, and then just let Charlotte like blow past her essentially, and then Becky caught fire essentially away from Monday Night Raw and the you know, the toxicity of of Alexa Bliss and everything like that. (laughs) Like she like is inexcusable. And I hope she leaves. I hope she lands an AEW. She would be an incredible addition to that division that looks fucking stacked, by the way. She would be number one.
1: Okay, so the thing for me is I don't care where she goes. I just want to see her in a position where she can go out there and have the programs and the uh, wrestling matches that I know she can do because I've seen her do it. And also it's, it's just, it's so weird to, um, to see, you know, one in we have the first ever woman's uh, main event with, with, with Rhonda and Charlotte and Becky. And then you look at the two other horsewomen and, You know, everybody has their favorites or whatever else, and like, it's just really weird to see like how big of a gap there is between those two when they all came up and at different points. Really, up until Sep, up until hell, uh, August, the one that we thought the least amount as a potential to become a breakthrough star or some our main eventer of WrestleMania one day was Becky. And then all of a sudden, we, we're here now and Becky is the, the top dog and is like, so you had all this hidden potential or, or hidden talent, if you will, stuck there. And and, this, and she deserved to be the main event, whatever. Um, but then you don't realize what's been in your face before, even though like you clearly notice this because you treated her better than you treated... Uh, Becky, for so long, and now it's like it's almost like you forgot. It's weird, it's very weird. And then the Bailey thing where like they fucked up Bailey and then like they never tried again. And then she got herself over um a, a month or so ago when Sasha was hurt and basically doing these Iron Man jobs or whatever, Iron Woman jobs, or whatever else. And then they said they completely put the kibosh to that as well. It's like it's really weird, and I don't know, like. I guess I don't know, and it may, it definitely doesn't make me enthused for like the, the future prospects of someone like um or people like Eo and in um in in Kyrie or someone like Shayna or someone like um like Bianca that they're that are just gonna fuck around with these people to the fuck around with them is like those four have never been on the level or, or NXT anyway have never been on the level of Sasha Banks or Bailey in. <laughs> and look, and look where we are, five years removed, like it's it's really or four years removed, it's it's really like it's, it's disheartening, it's like it's a machine, they're gonna come up with a new set of uh, men and women that they're gonna get on a certain level, that we're gonna see all of this potential and promise with, and they're gonna fuck them up too um, and I don't even wanna feel like this on like after they gave us such a, a positive step forward with their booking on Wrestlemania, but like this one thing is like if you can't make it, if you can't make it work with Sasha, then like, what other women are you going to make it work
0: with in the future? Yeah,
1: you know, like, like
0: Bianca Belair ain't it? got a chance.
1: Like, no. <laughs> no, no,
0: um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like, see like, like she's younger than we're, we're, Like we're,
1: Sasha's younger than uh, than Bianca.
0: Yeah, younger than Bianca. Yeah. Yeah, and. It, Honestly, and what we're talking about is like from bell to bell, like the greatest woman to ever set foot in this company. You're talking about with Sasha Banks. At worst, and number two. At worst, like, and like you go through the history, like all these matches that there, she has more than everybody. She's everyone's best match, essentially. Yeah, and like everybody's
1: best match is either with three people: Asuka, uh, Sasha, or Charlotte. Those are the three. That's the holy trinity of WWE women's wrestling.
0: And. Hope Sasha like it all works out for her because she's been one of my favorite wrestlers since 2015, and you know I I think she's like worth so much more. Yeah, moving on. Um, we got the announcement. Uh, switching gears to AEW. Uh, the announcement of Fighter Fest. James, have you seen the um promotional video for this?
1: No, I have not. I am not a AEW elite. Mark. Um, I. I'll watch it whenever they come up with it. whenever they come up with something, big show that comes to um uh, fruition. But like, I'm not. I'm nah. Um, just just come up with matches, and I'm I'm kind of over the hype. Like, I just want them to like get a date for whatever else, and like build an anticipation from there. As opposed to we're building anticipation for the anticipation building. Like, I'm kind of like. I'm kind of, you know.
0: So you're stupid. not paying attention to this at all because because they did all that. So, oh, okay. Well, I haven't so, paid attention uh, to none of this shit. Like,
1: I mean, no, oh, but I mean, I was talking about, <clears throat> I wasn't necessarily talking about uh, Fighter Fest. I was talking about like the AEW TV deal more or I was talking about I was, those are two separate discussions, but I rolled it into two because I'm irresponsible. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's June 29th, if I'm not mistaken. So they announced Fighter Fest, and it's like the promo video was like a spoof on Fire Fest and all the documentary behind that, and they did the whole deal with you know the models in it and shit. I was dying laughing. Uh, they announced Cody and Darby Allen, uh, and also uh, the Bucks and Kenny will be teaming up to face Pac and the Lucha Bros. I don't know about you, but that shit lose lit. Um, Darby Allen is a guy that has ended up now signed with AEW and he was formerly in WWN, which is essentially the single A for WWE at this point. So that's a defection uh, that I think I actually saw probably a couple months ago. Someone on K Side Seats was like, these are the guys essentially that AEW is going to be able to compete for because people think Darby Allen can be a superstar. Uh, I've seen him work a couple of times. He's extremely fast in the ring and a daredevil and a unique cat. Like he's a dude that I would that you wouldn't want to see yourself hanging out with because he's like kind of on on that other life. Like <laughs> like you ain't like, trying to, to trying to really uh, roll with him there, but um, I think those, those are two good matches to get eager to. See see what else they got um, going there The mix of Cody and him should be um, pretty interesting, you know, because Cody, he doesn't, he's not the fastest worker in the world and Alan might be like the fastest guy in the business. Um, so maybe, you know, how, how, I don't know how that one's going to go, but uh, what do you, what do you think about this? The announcement of this Bucks and Kenny against.
1: Yeah, I'm into it. I want to see the match, but. I, I guess I have to see the um, the build for it over else, And you've seen it. I haven't. So I can't really speak to it.
0: Gotcha. Um, so after that, like Darby Allen was not the only new signing for AEW. They've also added Hikaru Shida. Uh, Joshi, as you can tell by the name, and uh, she's been associated with Kenny Omega uh, over the years. He's or she's one of uh, his favorite um wrestlers i believe and james you had a little bit more information on her than i did so tell us about Hikaru shida
1: yeah um i mean i can't give you a CRE breakdown because i'm not that good but um yeah she she was a freelancer um and then kind of settled down in oz academy over the i think probably like last two three years um she you know, she has a rival she had a pretty hitty rivalry with like Haroso I'm sorry, oh my god, Haroyo Matsumoto and uh I saw her match last year uh with with Asia Kong and it was a flat out fucking war. It was it was pretty much one of those baby face in peril classics against a monster. Um I suggest you check that out. You can find it any anywhere internet is available. So um yeah, I She's she's she she has a nice look, um, as far as like her gear and everything. She looks like a star. Um you know, I don't know what she's set up to do for like, you know, normally when I see a sign I can see like, okay, I can see what happened. Like when they did the Yuka Sakazaki and Aja Kong, I'm thinking like they're gonna immediately do a baby face in perils type match with, with this monster. Um, now that Heroku is there, I don't know what the plan is, but I mean it's 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 somebody that is a very good wrestler or a great wrestler at times. In you know, the more the merrier. I kind of worried of what they're going to do as far as um, promos and that sort of thing for the American audience amongst the women, amongst their best women. I mean, there's Britt, um, there's Nyla. Who else is there right now that you know you can um, so... and carry some good promos for the amongst the women division?
0: You can talk about. Uh, I don't know what B Priestley's speaking is like. Neither uh, do I. As far as like what, what she does, like promo, Brandy can talk. Um, is Brandy going to work or is Sadie? She just I'm not the, sure.
1: Hold on. Well, is Brandy going to work or is she the? Or is she doing the just? You know, I think she's. I
0: think. I think she's going to do behind the scenes at first, but then she'll work her way into wrestling.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not exactly enthused for that, but okay.
0: Yeah, I I think she's gonna be like, like she's gonna be largely out the way until like whenever they want to throw her in there. So, um, but looking at the roster, they've got Aja Kong, Ali B Priestley, uh, Brandy, as mentioned, uh, Doctor Britt Baker, Karu Rashida, uh, Kylie Gray, Nala Rose, Penelope Ford, Sadie Gibbs, and Yuka Sakazaki. So, um, looks like they're building that out, and I'm excited to see who else uh, gets added uh, on that end, but um, the... This, this is what we, I'll
1: say, right? Go ahead. They're, uh, that roster, as far as their talent, is is deeper than, say, the Raw Women's Division, or the SmackDown Women's Division, so just for all of that, they're, on a, they're off to a good start, but um some of these other some of them are, I, I had to get more familiar with and there, some of them are going to have to grow like Sadie Gibbs could be a great wrestler in two years or dot, dot, dot. So um,
0: we'll see. <laughs> and then um, at the Superstar shakeup tomorrow, man. So um, we've got pretty much uh, everybody set to be on the move. I, I don't know if NXT UK is involved in this. Uh, I, I would like them to be. I would like Pete Dunn to, to get a call up here. Um, who are uh, some, of the, some of the people that, that you're thinking about Like, are going to be on the move? Yeah.
1: Um, I'm kind of hoping that Pete Dunn uh, moves to NXT domestic. I do not want to see him um, next to this nonsense uh, that is the main roster. But if it's time for him to come up, it's time for him to come up, I guess, right? Time for him to go out there and get booked poorly. Um, so, I <laughs>
0: you, you get some bad booking. You get some bad booking.
1: Yeah, they yeah they hand that out like candy. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like I I feel like however it works out, like Seth and Roman need to be on separate brands away from each other. Um, I feel that whatever brand that Braun Strowman is on, Lars Sullivan needs to be on the other one. Otherwise, it's not going to work i like for Finn Balor to move the uh, Intercontinental title to Smackdown and US Hot to be moved to Raw um I feel like Joe could I feel like Joe could be um a better service for Raw um as especially as a talker and building promos with 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 the hot fire he spits, as opposed to um Smackdown which is shorter and more into um it's more of a concern of professional wrestling and, than sports entertainment, at least at times it feels that way, right? Um, like there's not that 15 minute block at the start off every single show that just like this immediately, immediately, like no matter what, they're, they're, we are going to set a table as opposed to we have a wrestling show. So, um, I think that'd be a, bit, a nice swap. Um, you know, for the most part, uh, I'm trying to think of what else, uh, I, I mean. You mentioned that it'd be cool for um, the Usos or to move over to Raw. That could be cool. I would like AJ to move over to um, to Raw. Um, I would love to see AJ versus um, Rollins. I I would love that. Uh, I mean, AJ's done everything there is to do on the Raw division. I mean, on the SmackDown division, and same you can say the same for the Usos. So that'd be a nice change of pace to see them both on Raw. For the sake of Raw being a better show, they do need to break up like the heels of Jinder, Elias, Corbin, and Lashley, and either you know move one or two of them to SmackDown, and like hopefully like they can shuffle them down the card once they once they start putting them next to other good heels, and they realize like yeah this is this is substandard. What the fuck are we doing? Um, in a similar fashion, what happened with Corbin when he was on SmackDown? Two years ago, when we were like, "Yeah, bro, you ain't good. We're, we're, no, it's not gonna work out for you. Go out here and uh, cash in that money in the bank and lose because you know, you're substandard." Um, so like, <clears throat> once that, once that happens, I think I think we'll um I think it'll be a better balance. Like you know, SmackDown was just so you know, even after the breast we knew like SmackDown was so uh, so much deeper. Than, than raw was and there were a lot of a lot of guys that were yet to be proven and that gave you a track to indicate that like they weren't gonna come through and lo and behold none of them came through on the raw side. so um, you know you got to break some of that up like they gave you a full year of trash so you got to split that trash up and you know Smack is gonna suffer but um, I think if you you know separate some of that then like raw will become better and that will be yeah will make a better view experience for watching all five hours on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah, I think um, I like Roman to go over to SmackDown, like AJ to go to Raw, like Orton to go to Raw, um, like. You really want Orton on or Raw getting uh, overexposed? Sure, like okay. <laughs> he can get out of the way, like because, so we can open up uh, the real land of opportunity. Uh, I like Andrade to go to Raw. Uh, because mm. you know, if, if you need a dude to have some matches for 15 minutes, that will be good. I, I can't think of a better guy on the roster right now. <laughs> um, I, I ultimately, like I like, the, the, I like it to wear down Bryan and Roman Reigns are on the same roster. Uh, I like AJ and Seth to be on the same roster. Uh, I think Andrade fits well there uh, with Raw as well. I think for uh, I have a hard time trusting him and putting Andrade on Raw, especially
1: after what he did at Lucious House Party, and like I just you know, true. Yeah, I just like, oh, um another mess. What do you think about
0: Strowman? Um, what do you think about? Str-
1: yeah, it seems like he's destined to be feuding with uh to be feuding with Joe. So I whether that's Raw or SmackDown, I'm look forward to that. I just wherever he goes he like they need to make sure that that lars is on the other side because that's not going to work out well for lars like we already have a monster and I, I i was saying this to dan coffin while we were at um the NXT house show the Largo loop on on friday that like braun is the incredible hulk like we have him he's he's the unstoppable force and then like You don't want also in the same show to have Thing. Like, Thing is cool, he's a monster as well, but he ain't the fucking Hulk, and we don't need there to be comparison until there's, like, you know, they go face-to-face in a rumble or at a um, Survivor Series, and you can be like, ooh, you know, like the the monsters face off. So, like, whether it's, like, Undertaker in in Big Show or Undertaker and Kane show up in the rumble and all of a sudden they go face-to-face, like, you want to keep that far apart as long as you can because... Once they go face to face or in their scene together, and they have that feud or whatever else, it's not gonna go work out well for for um, for Lars.
0: I like to not, move Nakamura to, over. He's monstrous,
1: but he's not a monster. Like he's six three, he's not six eight or six seven or whatever the hell Braun is.
0: Yeah, he's real wide, but not real tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to move Nakamura over. I think he's pretty much cooked on SmackDown. <sighs> Uh, he, could, he could use a change of scenery. You mean as a
1: tag team or um, as a single? Because I think they're going to be a no, single. No, this is a single. Be a
0: tag single tag yeah. Um, I think – Hell, think move he, them both. I don't, I don't care.
1: Okay. Okay. Because I honestly think he has more of a uh, shelf life as a tag team. Like, dude, what's – Okay, so who are the – start? Just rank the SmackDown tag teams for me real quick. Just rank them. Any old ranking, no matter so don't
0: matter. <clears throat> yeah, you got the Usos, you got the Hardys. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got those guys. New Day. Um, New Day. The bar. You've got Black and Ricochet. I don't know where they're going to shake the out. Bar. Okay. Based um, on my, based where I'm getting at the is, bar.
1: how many of those do you come up with, and how many of them are just better than whatever the fuck Raw has?
0: Damn near all of them.
1: Right. So, just... Just move Rusev and Nakamura to Raw. Move Ricochet and Black full-time to Raw. Move the Hardy Brothers or whoever else. Move three of those teams on that SmackDown side. Move them full-time to, to Raw and save this division. Because, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, the Revival, look, the great <clears throat> wrestlers. Same for Root and Gable. They're great wrestlers as well. I don't care. WWE hasn't cared. This Why doesn't should care. I care? Like, give throw in some people that people care about, and then go from there. Yeah.
0: Um, I think besides that, I I think that, guys, as far as the uh, ladies, um, I think, you know, with Becky having both belts and kind of being on both shows, I don't really know how this whole thing's going to work. But I I, I could see getting Charlotte back on Monday Night Raw. Um, I could see them... Uh, using, I'd like to get Sasha on SmackDown, um, if you know her whole thing goes through the right way. Uh, uh, Nia is out for a long time, so I don't know where she'll be when she returns. But I think Raw it just feels like like the Riot Squad. Like I'd love to break the Riot Squad up, like <laughs> like at this point, like yeah, Ruby, you're going to SmackDown, but these two are staying over here. Or, or um, vice two. versa.
1: That would be the end of
0: those well, two. Well, it's a competitive business. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they better fit they better figure it out. Yeah. Uh because if I had to watch uh any more six six women riot uh squad matches this year, I'm going to stick nine inch nails through both of my eyelids. Like at <laughs> least um <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, I maybe you get Mandy and Sonya on raw.
1: Um I
0: can see that. Well, so, I can see that. Um, I, I for me, that's all the moves I would make. Um, I, I don't know about Oscar being all Raw. You can, you know, keep her where she at essentially with SmackDown and, and make her not have to talk, and you can keep her away from Alexa Bliss and shit like that. So, because <laughs> you know they love to do that. So, uh, and we already actually saw that a couple years ago, and it was not good. And I don't know uh, what. A, nxt like um i'm looking at you know the roster here nope. no no don't give them
1: the salt don't give anything else like if you want to say nah, Gunn, you're getting somebody why we just had two batches of fuck of people, fucking people why would we do that
0: i think i think more people are are, are coming up but it makes no and, sense home,
1: <clears throat> home rich home rich it makes no sense you did you just had one batch You did nothing with Lacey Evans for months until now she's in the fucking title match or title picture with Becky. Fine. Whatever. Lars, we were teasing. They were teasing Lars since no, since after survivor series, like the night of survivor series, he's just now getting his run. That's two right there. You got Ricochet. You got black. They may split up. They may say a tag team. Who knows? That's four right there.
0: I don't think any men are going up. Huh? I don't think any men are going up.
1: Well, women. Oh yeah. I'm I'm I am saying NXT as far as NXT plus NXT UK. So I said like if they throw it in done fine. If they but anybody else, no, it makes no sense.
0: Um, I Then what's Kyrie saying doing NXT at this point? What would she be doing on the main roster? Something else <laughs> like okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Like I would I would inner- suggest-
1: I would say that it would make no very little sense for them to. Um, move up Kyrie before doing a proper feud with, with EO. I would say you need to do an EO feud first before you move her up. That's what I would say. Or you bring them both, both up together as the Sky Pirates as a tag team. Like, But if you're going to bring her up as a single, I don't think you bring her up as a single. It ain't going to work.
0: What about uh, Day?
1: Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Did you say Babbatune?
0: No. Yeah. Um. Uh, so they've they got other because uh, you know they like to hit you out of left field with, with a couple folks like I can see them just like you know, of them they just i like call her up for no out from nowhere out of nowhere. Uh, I could can see Candace LeRae like being how old is she? Thirty three. Like yeah. I can see them.
1: I can like, see bring up Candace. randomly
0: call. They like they've called these people up into the uh, Rural Rumble before, and we we know like Vince has seen them and different stuff like that. I'd hope they wouldn't call up like Vanessa and um <laughs> and what's her name, Alea. I, I hope that wouldn't happen. Yeah, uh, but anytime I, we can add more
1: bad tag teams, you got to do it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking you know don't don't be shocked if you see like a Candice or a Kyrie go up. And as a dark horse, I'd say Mia.
1: Um, so,
0: but could be. Like, maybe. Lo- maybe. I look at the men's roster. I don't think anybody really fills a role there. I think all these people still have lots to do. Yeah. Uh, in NXT, you know, if it was me, you know, I'd move people up, but like, um it, I'm not running this company. <laughs>
1: okay. So, if you wanted to move on and say that, like, we think this person already gets it, and you know, they've been in NXT, but they haven't done much, I'm okay with that, like, so if they move over Candice, or a Dijakovic or, um, or a Keith Lee, okay, fine, but, um, you know, like, just bringing up people just to bring them up after you've already had two fucking badges of people come up, and you you know, they, you haven't even used the people that you actually planned on, you really want to use, like, Lacey or, uh, Lars, it's like, you have those two already there. You know you're gonna do. You know you already know you want to do something with Ricochet and Alistair because you keep protecting them. They neither one of them have submitted or been pinned yet. So, like that's four people right there. How many more people do you need on a roster that's already bloated to death?
0: This is this is literally what they do. Like everything you're saying is valid, but you know like, these motherfuckers love to just like have excess. Yeah, essentially. but for
1: example, right. Ember just came back. Ember was at WrestleMania, right? Do something right. with her. Like she was over before she got hurt. Um, Seems like
0: she would be a nice challenger for the title. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. like, um, or if you ever decide to do a, a ms Card women's feud, that would be the one to try to get propel her or whatever else. Um, yeah, it, uh, I'm really. I feel like that a lot of um, the talent, as far as women's divisions go, I feel like a lot of that needs to move over to SmackDown because SmackDown was very top heavy and dangerously top heavy uh, all throughout last year where they were only four deep. Um, and, you know, Mandy and um, Sonia um, at times they filled in and they got time, or whatever else, but they didn't make the best use of it. Um, even though I still think there's still potential there with both of them. It just, it didn't work out um, in what they were given. Um and that doesn't mean I'm I'm saying they should be done with, but like I think maybe move them to Raw or whatever else or try something else with with them on Raw might be a nice, you know, change of scenery and away from, you know, all of the stuff that involved, you know, Charlotte versus Becky just basically eclipsing the entire division for for the whole year, more or less. So um yeah, yeah but I think it needs to be more balanced. Um I think now that Ronda's out the way and Ronda doesn't need a steady slew of like of better, she doesn't need you know, an
0: assembly line.
1: Yeah, like a uh, uh, people with credibility to beat, whether it was a Bailey or Sasha or um, Natty or um, Naya Yeah, you know, or Naya. people that have some credibility with the fan base. Like, I feel like you can spread that around. Like, hell, maybe even move Naya to, to SmackDown.
0: Yeah, like, she's she gonna be out back, for a
1: while. Yeah, she'll be back, yeah. but at no, least it'll come back, and she'll be you know. Um, she can kind of hit the ground running as opposed to she'll get lost in a shuffle on raw because raw is always gonna be raw. I don't give it until I see otherwise. I don't even give a damn um, what happens in October. I, raw is always. I still see them gonna treat raw like it's raw until I see otherwise. There's no reason to believe otherwise.
0: Yeah. Um, one other thing we didn't, I didn't have on the format sheet, which I feel compelled to mention: the road dog uh, leaving WWE his, his position uh, as the head writer uh we famously have gotten into a road dog uh you know myself uh and but i think you know in order to be you know objective here um uh, i think we have to you know look at how smackdown has been in the lead up and give the road dog some type of credit and he whatever works he did uh, helping that show be better the last couple months. Uh, you know, our best goes out to him. But I, he apparently just got sick of Vince. Uh, he keep changing the shit and re- being up till three a.m. and all this other shit. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, in addition to Buddy at the Hall of Fame, that you know, depending on who, what story you believe, like he, he got chewed out by Vince, and he was like, man, fuck this, I'm quitting. Like, <laughs> you can like learn a lesson, Vince. Like. Uh, Vince is killing people, bro. <laughs> well, not not literally, but just off. Still. Yeah. Um
1: I don't know, man. Oh, so a uh, quick question. Um now that Sammy is been on Raw uh, um back and forth back or Raw and SmackDown this past week, where do you think he ends up? You know, there's a I think was, like, the smack down, getting the fuck away from Raw.
0: I think he needs to stay on Raw. Uh, and, and I say that because he's gonna be able to talk. And you can use him like he's the ultimate versatile piece. He can be a B pay per view challenger, uh, for Seth Rollins to beat. If you if you have wanna have a great match with Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn for the universal title, you can do you can have him be the mid card champion. You can have him Literally, he's going to be cutting these promos on the fans every week, right? What better place to do that than Raw? A show full of talking and everything else. Yeah, yeah and heat. Cool. So I, I think that's where I see him ending up. Yeah.
1: we well, no. We're, sorry for digressing. What were we to talk about before then?
0: Uh, Vince basically oh, running people yeah. off the job.
1: Yeah, man. Like Vince is not. I mean whatever, like, he, everyone's heard the stories about Vince, and him being difficult to work with, and him being a, um, not necessarily a taskmaster, much of a psychopath, but yeah, I mean, that's another one of the stories to add to the, to the long list of him, you know, not knowing how to treat people like human beings, um, so I don't, you know, I don't have really much to add to it, um, as far as the the Road dog thing, um, you know, Road Dogg went out there and and took a lot of arrows and took a lot of like you know shots to the jaw on behalf of you know uh, the show he was titled as being a head writer on. But ultimately, we all know those shows are you know everything signed off through Vince, so and and brought and looked at through the lens of Vince. So regardless, of whatever good or bad it was, or whatever uh, Road dog had to say, ultimately it's Vince's show. So. Um, you know, if he felt the need to, you know, be a part of the bunker down mentality and kind of show that he's in a foxhole with Vince to kind of carry some favor, more power to him. I'm sure that made his job easier, um, but didn't make his job easy enough because he fucking said, I'm done. So, <laughs> so um, you know, it's it's rough working with Vince. We've seen this displayed time and time again. So, um I, whoever he's, whoever's up next and, you know, you know, hopefully it's not a long time before they burn out
0: either. Yeah. Next, next man up. I'm yeah, <laughs> <you're laughs> testing like... that theory, bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to talk about this week, but that's it for my format. Oh. Uh, oh,
1: well, I mean, I mean, we can talk about some of the moments we, had, or I guess we kind of touched on that during the, uh, the, uh, suplex mania, but yeah, man. Um, Really excited to see what they do with Stardom um, next week or when the show comes out because you know they they're doing some two stipulations that were like really important like they're doing their draft where they um, repick um, the factions amongst the, the the faction chiefs or whatever else or leaders and then um, they did a Odio tie versus sorry uh, audio Tie versus um, Queen's Quest match where you know Queen's Quest Mass. Um, we're on the line against the Odeo Tide Dance, so interested to see how that comes out. I'm spoiler free on both of those situations, so can't wait to see what comes about it um, next week. And I can't wait till the uh, New York City ma- show actually shows up on Stardom's um, channel, so I can like rewatch uh, Utami versus Momo. You know, kind of hear what, and also like check out the commentary if they actually do the commentary feed. But yeah, um, trying to think what else. I think I might start looking through more, um, Oz Academy stuff now that, um, and also Tokyo Joshi now that like, you know, um, Yuka's there for AEW and, um, a, a, sorry, uh, Shida is now going to be in AEW, kind of get, get more familiar, uh, familiar with, you know, um, what she can all bring to the table as opposed to just a taste of what I've seen. So anything else to you, like anything else on your agenda for watching, rest, watching more wrestling?
0: <laughs> not really <laughs> like i've been like i kind of disconnected like this past week i had like my birthday i was kind of sick and i i didn't watch raw or smackdown this week and i kind of whole uh i've kind of figured out the night after mania shit like yeah it it's matter. a vanilla show that they throw out there and it doesn't um uh, if there's a week to ever take off it's that one so <laughs> uh i they um Usually try to do like some type of big match. They had the Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston advertisement. Uh, Looks like it didn't work too well in the ratings, especially coupled with that bait and switch they did. Um, And yeah, it's weird to see. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, that whole decision is like weird because it's either A, both of these dudes aren't like what you want them to be as champions, or two, they're almost like the fans during main events of N W of like the N W O era of W C W where like the main event happens and motherfuckers are mainly looking to their back because they know a fuck finish is, is a coming and like the crowd yeah. more or less like or the fans watching at home whatever else is new to like they're going to bullshit them way their their way out of this match to actually not do a finish so I'm not gonna watch because I'm gonna get frustrated or I don't care because they're gonna fuck me anyway and sure enough yeah like, bro it's one I'll of those two out. and neither one of those are a good thing.
0: So check this out Monday. Right. This mm-hmm. man Finisher was trying to get me to watch live so bad. He was like serious? tagging me in the post like during uh, when they announced he said, like, you might want to watch this. You might want to watch this. And like some crazy is happening and uh, all that. And then I found out what was going on because, you know, Twitter is just blowing up. And I was cool. like, oh, so apparently they want to lose their damn minds. Like, that's why I wrote him back. I was like, still not watching. I'll catch it tomorrow. I didn't end up catching it tomorrow because I found out what happened. But, um, yeah, so uh, Rich Ladder with a win there. So, um, but yeah, man, uh, everyone that showed love in New York, uh, uh, Brooklyn Nike, uh guys from Voices of Wrestling, Joe and Rich, uh, Esteban throwing new, the New Japan, um, you know, f- fan club uh, meeting, everyone I met there, Amy, um, I'm probably forgetting some names and all that. Please forgive me uh but everybody was at suplex mania and and it was a really fun time i you know they had we had lots of travel to get through and all that thank you guys for navigating because i was completely like lost um (laughs) (laughs) like like i was trying to pull out the google maps and and look at the uh the train uh maps and i just couldn't figure it out from queens uh you know when i step off of manhattan where i know how the trains work it just it don't it don't quite click for me, so <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So, like, it I don't know, it was a real fun time. I'm looking forward to like, it being in Tampa. so we know exactly where to get where to go real fast and everything else. And hopefully, WWE doesn't hate and um, try to lock everybody out. But, um, I'm looking forward to see like what takes uh, place with Fy- Fighter Fest, uh, more of that card coming out. And don't, the road to double or nothing begins, I guess. So uh, that's going to be, eh, let's see, uh, a little over a month from now. So May 25th. So uh, And the they're talking about the AEW TV deals. Uh, looks like it's going to be TNT. It looks like another source kind of broke it about going to the upfronts, that it looks like that's going to be there. Nothing officially has been signed. Looks like Meltzer's not touching that story right now, so I don't know if he has news and he's sitting on it or uh, AEW is not acknowledging it either, so what do you think about that? That uh, It looks like Jim Ross got revealed. Um, he's the senior advisor and he may be doing commentary at some point or on just big shows. Uh, what do you think uh, the acquisition of Jim Ross in 2019 really means, right?
1: Now? It means he can be the voice of uh, common sense um, when I'm in the foundation of ideas when like the young bucks or Kenny try to get too art- artistic and cute and heads or get too far in the clouds. Like for example, like Jim Ross can now be the big boy to Kenny and the young bucks is Andre 3000. Like <laughs> you get too pie in the sky and become unrelatable and people will tune out. No, he's like, look, man, sometimes you need some steak and potatoes as opposed to, Whatever the fuck that is in that dish, that has no meat in it and it has no animal uh, broth involved in it, like it's it's okay. Like I think they're gonna come on a nice balance of cause you have all these great wrestling minds together. I feel like all together they can come up with something better than uh, when it's just um, them by themselves. I feel like they're all working in tandem. You can come up with something good. So I think um, I think finding out that. He's an advisor as opposed to he's going to be the main commentator. I think that's also a good sign um, where they're not... Does it feel like, you know, they're chasing ex-WWE clout? They're, you know, they don't have a mind of being wary of we don't want too many ex wwe ears, and then we come off looking like TNA back in the day when they were out here chasing after like Tyler Rex and shit.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is, um, you know, I don't know... You know Ross has had his doubters and you know his critics, especially with his performance in New Japan. I always kind of maintained that he was doing that for a check, and you know he he wasn't really engaged, and he had really no reason to be engaged with with them because he didn't like he didn't cover this stuff. Like he didn't really know all those guys. Right. And, um. You know he didn't know their their career stories and everything, but uh, you know he can get real caught up here because obviously is gonna be presented uh, you know, in somewhat his vision. Like he'll he'll know the vision of the company. Uh it's not like he's working for a cable network that carries so you know, I think you'll get a better performance out of Ross. I'm not expecting uh, you know, game changing results from Jim Ross, like as far as the commentator or anything. Uh but, you know, if if he can contribute to uh the ideas, cool. <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. But um yeah i i'm trying to think of any other like weird news that's been out uh that that we've missed
1: yeah i'm trying to find um the exact timestamp stamp from when uh i was watching raw and on monday and also in the social suplex uh group thread on on um, messenger where i literally said um After they announced in the first at the beginning that they're going to do Kofi versus Sav for title. I actually sent out a text that says, quote, so how are they going to get themselves out of this question mark? I can't find the exact time on it, but it was before Sami Zayn came out um, looking at the conversation. And it may have been before. It might have been like right during the Elias segment. So like people. I, and I'm not some you know clairvoyant genius like you know if you watch enough WWE that they damn sure were gonna do that on on um, on on Monday night where they were gonna make champ, make some, another champ champ they weren't gonna do that like that would have been terrible for Kofi it would have been disastrous if uh, they did that to uh, to Seth so uh, where Seth beats Kofi that would have been awful like there's no point yeah we nobody would have won no
0: everybody loses even Seth
1: yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Seth would have finally known what it would have been like to be Roman Reigns for a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a week or yeah. for a month. And like, he Unmercifully booed. This is bullshit. Boo!
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, big boos on deck. Hella boos. But um, lots, of, lots of injuries uh, out there. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, Nia with the ACLs. Um, I think Darren Bryan has an undisclosed injury. We haven't found out uh, what that is yet. AJ with the ribs, I believe. Uh, these these people, were, it seems like either injuries going into WrestleMania, people working through, or yeah, working through. Uh, and, and then it was like we just trying to limp to the finish line, and then unfortunate circumstances like Big E uh, tearing his meniscus uh, on Tuesday. So hopefully, this doesn't impact anything that Kofi had going on. But. Yeah, I
1: don't I don't know about the Brian thing, but like AJ's been banged up for like a full year. Um Naya like the Naya thing appears to be just wear and tear from, you know, from working for over the past, you know, year or whatever else and she's found this as the finish line to do it. Like and I'm glad that, you know, some were able to actually make a finish line as opposed to like the goal was you know, to get to a certain spot and then get and hang it up as opposed to yeah, let's let's have you do more, ma- let's bring it to the main roster, have you do more matches and then shit on um you know the feet that we've been building for for literally like twenty months. Or, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that worked out much better than what happened with Champa.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, but that, that's it for me, man. I, I don't really have too much more.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm talked out of wrestling. I'm dude. It's so so many so much wrestling so much talking about wrestling uh like i think i've done so much of my wrestling that uh this week that i'm kind of like especially with watching so much wrestling it's like i don't know when i'm gonna get back to go back to like watch some of the shows that i saw over the weekend to see if, how from a tv perspective but um I don't know if I ever will. Like there's just so much wrestling and and like not even a not like cuz I think I think this is the most like good wrestling I've ever seen over a um over a week span or whatever else. Um, but who man, I'm 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 glad to be on the other side of it. And I'm glad that I didn't get the uh the Wrestlemania flu with belt mutants and whatever else uh, Joe Lance likes to call them, but um glad to me on the side and like I'm not I feel like I'm going to stick with it. I feel like I'm not going to be burned out. I feel like I can handle watching WWE um, and also, like, keep up with the playoffs without, like, leaving out for a loop like I did the last two years. So, I'm um, I'm in a good space in my wrestling fandom right now. is post-mania, which is, like, saying something, but, like, you know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe all these booking decisions, like, they did a lot more than, you know, just what we stated previously. Like, it, I feel a lot more... Um, energized or I actually feel energized leaving a WrestleMania than like the last two years I just like y'all don't get it and I'm not saying that from y'all don't get it from my perspective I mean y'all don't get it from like someone that's a casual fan someone that's a diehard someone that's a you know someone that's like looking to find an entry point into the show into into your product either like I felt like this is a much better uh place in the last two years
0: Like, imagine trying to slap somebody's head and watch WrestleMania, right? And watch the whole fucking show. But hold on, bro. How long is this shit like?
1: (laughs) Or, better yet, imagine doing that with like WrestleMania 33 or WrestleMania 32. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Or WrestleMania 34. So they bust his head? So that was a shoot? Oh, (laughs) fuck. What'd they do now? Like. (laughs) oh man yeah um uh, but yeah I guess that's gonna wrap it up well I'll y'all
1: yeah I guess that means I have to do the uh the run through of of all the gimmicks that we have on the network right so yes, uh, yes yes on Sunday we have One Nation Radio this show exactly with me and Rich normally Rich is the one that's actually doing the uh the promoing but um Mondays we have uh we have Keeping It a Strong Style with, with Josh and Jeremy and they cover uh all of the all the best of New Japan.
0: Mean Tuesday.
1: I thought they normally drop Monday nights.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, they be cheating. They, they, yeah, they drop like super late Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Let's see. What is Tuesdays normally? Keeping the strong style. You consider it? okay, fine then. Um, month, Monday night slash Tuesdays, keeping the strong style. Wednesdays we have Ricky and Clyde wrestling podcast, uh, and then every other Wednesday we have grown men watch the shit um thursdays we have my show featuring another uh guest host uh nxt then now forever uh then on saturdays we have all things elite with floyd
0: what up floyd um what up rick what up clive (laughs) (laughs) i I was like do i want to say a shoot name or (laughs) i was like no i'll just say the work (laughs)
1: wow yeah so then um Let's think what else we have. You know, yeah, share, rate, subscribe, all that stuff. Check us out on Facebook. Oh, uh, check out uh, powerslam.tv. Uh, check out uh, what else we have. Oh, yeah, we also have um, pro, the com slash social suplex. To check out the merch, pick up the merch, wear the merch, get yep. buried in the merch,
0: all of that. Yep. yep, shout out to my boy uh, Dan Coffin. Shout up to the NXT uh, wearing the One Nation Radio gimmick. Yep. Uh, And we only need a couple more shirts, y'all, to be sold so we can start making our ridiculous shirts. And we know y'all want those. I I will be producing this Bret Hart's Pro Wrestling shirt. (laughs) So, you you know, you get ready. It's on deck. I'm going to try to make me a a design for this shit.
1: I can't wait till Bret suits us. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, well, uh, I think that'll be the end of the show, right? Anything else? You sure? Uh, I think that's it, man. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Check out the LLP show that we have on Tuesday nights. See you next week. Later.